Hello everybody, my name is Ray. Welcome to the Evangelical Dark Web. Today we're going to be discussing the He Gets Us campaign. They ran a Super Bowl commercial and it was pretty impactful in the amount of conversation that it generated in the evangelical sphere. I'm going to weigh in on it. We're going to do some news breaking on some things going on behind the scenes at the He Gets Us Foundation because a lot has changed with He Gets Us in the last year. They are under some new management they have some new tactics for their ads so we're going to talk about all this and basically how this campaign got even worse it's not just vapid anymore it's also very vapid and definitely subversive as well so we're going to dive into this but first i want to let you know evangelical dark web is a christian news gathering and commentary ministry you can support our work over at our patreon like system at evangelicaldarkweb.org slash join but the least you can do is like this video, subscribe to the channel, to the podcast, if you are new. So we do have an article that I wrote uh, that will be the guiding flow for us in this video. But let's first kind of start out with the actual commercial itself that we're going to be talking about. And it, it really gets into feet. So if you like feet, you might like this video as well. But otherwise, uh, it... it we got a cringe warning, so here we go. Don't ask me what you know is true. Don't have to tell you. I love your precious heart. I So that's the ad. It's definitely not as vapid as it was last year. Last year, the ads were so low quality. They were just stock images in black and white in a slideshow type of format. This was very, it was very cheap for the amount of money that went into it. Like Super Bowl commercials basically have movie like budgets, which is really absurd, but it's just a status symbol among, you know, Fortune 500 companies. But the He Gets Us campaign was like super, super cheap. And now they've upgraded from stock image photos to AI generated artwork. So that's a pretty interesting uh, shift because you think the people behind the He Gets Us campaign are so behind the times. They don't understand technology that they wouldn't even think to use AI for artwork. But here we are proven wrong. So, with that said, going back to my article, uh, this was one of the more talked about Super Bowl commercials, and for some good reason. Now, it's actually subversive and hostile to Christians, and we'll get to why, but I do want to say there's always been big money behind the He Gets His campaign, as the Green family behind Hobby Lobby are among the biggest supporters. 
Uh, we wrote an article titled, He Gets Us Exposed, the Money and Marketing Behind the 20 Million Super Bowl Ads. We did a video on that as well. Breaking down, and probably did the best work on the internet, breaking down what is going on behind the scenes at He Gets Us. And we do need to get provide an update on that story because that's what this video is. We're providing an update because they are under new management. And that's kind of a big deal. So who's actually managing the He Gets Us campaign? And, you know, are they based? Spoiler alert, no. So pro-lifers are the baddies. And this is kind of what I want to focus on at the beginning is kind of just breaking down the commercial. Because I, you know, if you kind of examine artwork, uh, you can kind of see some themes here. Uh, the visual perspective is washing feet. That's in the foreground. And you see a younger woman with a tattoo on her leg. So clearly not a minor here. Uh, being, having her feet washed by an older woman. And, but in the background, you see a bunch of pro-life protesters uh, outside of some sort of Planned Parenthood uh, parody. And they're just inattentive, uninterested. They are juxtaposed with the feet washing in this picture. The foreground and the background are juxtaposed with each other. Uh, this is to send a message. This is artwork sending a message that the people protesting uh, are the bad guys and the person washing feet is the goody. So the pro-lifers are the baddies in this picture. So that's kind of a disgusting message for a Christian company to advertise. It's not good messaging at all. It's pretty counterintuitive. And you hate to see that. Uh, it's trying to make pro-lifers seem like the baddies. So let's kind of talk about the Jesus washing the feet. Uh, the soft-headed approach to Jesus washing feet led to the commercial that misunderstood, uh, misunderstands the point. Feet, foot washing in 2024 is not a, as meaningful a gesture as it was 2,000 years ago. So while it, was, it might resonate with people who have a certain fetish, it falls flat because it misses the point about mutual loyalty and servant leadership. Jesus washed the feet of Judas and all the other disciples during the Last Supper, as is recorded in John 13, 1-17. This act of humility and service took place in the context of the Passover meal, where Jesus demonstrated to his disciples the importance of servant leadership and selfish, selfless love. In this passage, Jesus is uh, seen as the one who takes on the servant role. Even though he is the son of God, this act challenges the traditional understanding of power and hierarchy, emphasizing the true leadership is characterized by humility and service. The foot washing for also foreshadows Jesus' ultimate act of service, which is a sacrificial death on the cross for the forgiveness of sins. So again, Jesus talks about uh, not, you know, the person whose body is washed only needs to wash their feet. And Jesus is washing everything. He's washing our sins away. So that is, again, that's the foreshadow going on with the feet. Jesus also only washes the feet of the disciples. And you don't see Jesus just washing every random stranger's feet out there. That's not what Jesus does. Uh, it's clearly indicated in the text that Jesus washing feet was a new development in the relationship and ministry of Jesus. So, none of that resonates in this commercial, nor are the contexts comparable. He gets a showcases washing feet of the woman outside the in uh, you know baby murdering clinic, juxtaposed with angry Christian protesters. So, 
moreover, a Christian man is depicted as washing feet, the feet of a homosexual in an awkward AI image. And I'll break down why it's awkward, because it's like, wow, they went with this picture. That was an interesting pick. Another context involves servant leadership, but that's not the point. The point was to scold Christians for not supporting the homosexual movement, much like the people behind the scenes that he gets us to. I also want to comment on the tagline, Did Jesus Teach Hate? Uh, he gets a state that Jesus washed feet and did not teach hate. Ironically, Revelation 2.6 explicitly debunks this idea that teaching that the teachings of Jesus do not include proper hatred. Jesus teaches on several occasions that uh, hatred is not to be reserved for personal grudges, but rather that which is evil. Paul teaches in Romans 12, verse 9, Let love be without hypocrisy, abhor what is evil, cling to what is good. So to love without hypocrisy, proper hatred is needed as well. This is more advanced than a commercial can dive into, but it still marks a glaring inaccuracy in the character of Jesus. And we're not we're not going to dive into all the theological problems with the statement that, you know, Jesus didn't teach hate. Uh, because, again, hatred is something that is an attribute of God in an appropriate context. So to say that there is no hatred in the character of God is completely incorrect. Uh, and again... A Christian should know that. So just to say, uh, be clear, this is an AI image. Uh, and you see that the toes are clearly an indicator that, yeah, this is uh, a little sloppy on the AI's part. But otherwise, not bad. I mean, that's a pretty interesting tree to have that close to a beach. But, you know. But here we definitely have a homosexual uh, lifting his feet to get washed. And there's no indication that, you know, he's a follower of Christ and or anything like that. So the he gets us foundation. This is their official statement on uh, the gay issue. These are probably the most common questions we receive. We un and we understand why many of those who represent Jesus have made people in the homosexual transvestite community feel judged and excluded and others in the Jesus community have simply ignored their stories and lived experiences. So let us be clear in our opinion. Jesus loves gay people and Jesus loves trans people. The uh, homosexual transvestite community, like all people, is invited to explore the story of, of Jesus and consider his example of unconditional love, grace, and forgiveness of others. No matter who you are, you are invited to explore the story of Jesus and consider what it means for your life. So that is kind of a compromised uh, premise at the, at the jump, uh, but the evidence definitely gets worse than that. Already, you know, you see, kind of see the compromise, but this is where it kind of jumps in. We got some screenshots of the chat because they did have a chat bot type system where you could ask it questions. It would recommend things. And you could get it to basically say uh, there are gay Christians and stuff like that. So he gets us is pretty shady in that uh, sense. Not to be trusted on this issue is also recommending gay churches. So these are some of the issues with he gets us 
uh, as a ministry, there there is no discernment with He Gets Us. We are the discernment when it comes to He Gets Us, if you know what I'm saying. Moreover, the original management of He Gets Us was very much in favor of homosexuality. Ed Stetzer is one of the biggest media figures uh, who has worked with He Gets Us. Stetzer has produced a series of webinars titled Engaging the Culture. So, you know, you got webinars like this, Engaging the Culture. Who's in this webinar? Andy Stanley. So Andy Stanley's been working with He Gets Us too. Andy Stanley, very gay-affirming. Ed Stetzer, one of the most gay-affirming people working in Christian media. I would say he's very gay-affirming as well. Ed Stetzer was the number one defender of Andy Stanley, uh, uh, you know, over the last year. And a lot of news is broken about Andy Stanley's uh, affinity for homosexuality. Uh, Ed Stetzer was the biggest defender of Andy Stanley during that time. Ed Stetzer is also defending Alistair Begg at this time. So, Ed Stetzer is pretty consistent in defending homosexuality. He's also very consistent in in supporting side B theology and other homosexual agendas. We've covered that on this channel in the past when we talked about Ed Stetzer. Uh, so we, we've covered that as well. Andy Stanley, we've also covered a lot on this channel as well. So those are just some clear liberalisms with the uh, Engaging Culture series. It's called Engaging the Culture. So that's what they're about. They've also done some business with... Uh, Max Lucado, who I would say he's too compromised on this issue as well. Uh, if you look at this, this is a webinar that they did. Sam Alberry, the side B theology proponent. Russell Moore, a Christian liberal media mogul, because he runs the Christianity Today outlet, which did take some money from the He Gets Us. Uh, they've also done some joint partnerships. This lecture is done by them uh, as its uh, joint venture. So these are the people behind the He Gets Us campaign, at, at least in its version one iteration. This is not necessarily the version two, but it's the same brand. There's no real reason to think that under new management means that they are, you know, under new mission and new theology. When it comes to this issue. So come near is the next thing I want to talk about. So the he gets this campaign is under new management from the not new not for profit uh, company uh, come near this occurred within the last four months as come near is a recently registered trademark. Now behind come near is the come closer foundation. And you can see that the trademark application is uh, a lot of it's come in the last few months. So a very new organization that's going to be the shell for the He Gets Us campaign. So the Come Closer Foundation operates Come Near, but very little is known about them. Very small online footprint. They do not have a website, but here is what they say on their LinkedIn, which does appear to be the only website that they really have. Uh, Come Near is a nonprofit organization committed to sharing the life and love of Jesus in thought-provoking ways. Its expertise includes nonprofit management, donor relationships, research and innovation, marketing and communications, and coalition development. Come Near leads all aspects of the He Gets Us movement in partnership with a dedicated network of collaborators. So, we've reported in the past that the collaborators at the He Gets Us Foundation 
were not even Christian. Like these aren't actually Christians that were making the commercials for the He Gets Us campaign. So that's kind of important to note. Uh, this is the CEO, Ken Caldwell, and this is his LinkedIn. Uh, all of Cumnear's listed employees came from Compassion International. This is a organization that seemingly is about hunger and poverty, but they're kind of woke uh, if you want to really dig into it. But we're not going to dig into that for this video. I'm sure that work's already been done. Uh, Ken Caldwell is the chief executive officer, but before this, he was a pizza mogul. Like he worked for like Domino's Pizza and some other pizza joints as well. Ken Caldwell, look at this bio. He's got some pronouns. Pronouns in his bio. That's gay. So this is a clear indication that he supports homosexuality and transgenderism as pronouns in bios a universally recognized virtue signal to this end so the man in charge of mass marketing jesus is a willful participant in the zeitgeist of transgenderism it's worth noting that pronouns are not mandated in linkedin profiles and that come nears other employees do not have them so is it any surprise that the he gets us campaign is having commercials like this and you know featuring christians as the baddies and i would submit to you that it's not a surprise now this is a developing story in that the organization behind the he gets his campaign the new management of the he gets his campaign is in its infancy they are going to probably advance their online footprint some and we're going to have some more uh, to expose probably later in the future because they're probably not. This was their climax, but they got an off season where they're going to prepare for their, you know, their big moment, which will be in 2025 when the Super Bowl happens then. So until then, we will stay on the story of the He Gets His campaign and you can like and subscribe so you do not miss any updates on the He Gets His campaign. Have a blessed day. We will catch you on the next one.